0: Welcome back to Call of Mythos Mysteries, where we are going over the campaign book, Horror on the Orient Express, specifically the campaign, The Fleur du Mall. I am your keeper, Ariel, and let's introduce our players.
1: Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Kyle Draper. <laughs> Dramatic pause.
0: I was waiting for you to say. Trevor Montgomery
1: I
2: almost did (laughs) I I think that's why He's he's dead as fuck (laughs) Thank God My name is Mark I'll be playing the Gentleman (laughs) James Clarkson
3: Um, Daniel I play the parapsychologist Known as Fred
0: Lyons And Michelle won't be joining us Tonight but she will be joining us Next episode So let's get started Where we last left off was an epic escape plan (laughs) on Kyle and Fred's part. You (laughs) managed to escape by the skin of your teeth from not only the one orderly inside, but from the other ones that were outside. I was looking for a cat. (sighs) And you are making your way back to the hotel. So we will pick up It is still the middle of the night And you arrive at the hotel To your room
1: So uh Fred
2: I got a quick question Are we all sharing like a suite Since James would have purchased The like finest Suite and yeah. all
0: If you wanted to share it would be up to you
2: Yeah it would be like a like Basically the top floor suite that's got like two or three (laughs) bedrooms in it with like a central living area. Yeah. So as they come through the door, James is basically in the living area smoking on a Turkish water pipe.
3: So, uh, Fred. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. I do come up with some good ideas sometimes.
1: I'd say you come up with
3: them a lot of the times. You
1: been practicing that uh, fancy spell work? Yes No you haven't God damn it, <laughs> So I'm going to walk in And see him smoking his Turkish pipe Fuck is that fancy thing
2: It's known as a Turkish water pipe Good sir
1: <clears throat> I'm going to light up a cigarette Or you could Smoke a
2: cigarette
1: Just saying this
2: Tobacco is different from cigarette Tobacco you smoking a wacky backy, boy? No, 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 no. Of course not. This this tobacco is not dry like your uh, like your tobacco. This is more cultured and flavored, shall we say? You saying I ain't cultured? Ah, uh, that's precisely what I'm saying. You're one of them there uncultured Americans. As they them there. Yes, I that's picked it up in I picked it up in the South America, south of the United States of America.
1: See, um, South America—that's not no in, no in America. Anyway,
3: <clears throat> I do have a question. So James doesn't know anything of his incarceration, correct?
2: I know he. I know that they were taking him away when I left because I was
0: like, "Yeah, see you later, bye." <laughs> yep, that's about it.
2: Did your stint in the loony bin give you any form of a? Uh, respect for your field uh saw a vampire oh you talked to the good count
1: (laughs) I so badly wanted to say not chocula uh you can say that more so pissed him off Great, you
2: pissed the vampire off, eh?
1: Okay, when the fuck haven't I pissed off something supernatural?
2: That's true, that's true. It's kind of my
1: thing, it's what I do. It's how we, you know, know, roll the success dice.
2: Either way, did you two learn anything at all?
1: Uh, we learned orderlies are scared of chairs.
2: Alright, anything useful?
1: That is useful. How do you think I got out? What? Anyway, you had to be there. Doctor,
3: did you guys learn anything useful? I might have. I'm going to leave the room and go to the other room where my photography case is, like for my camera, mm, Captain. and acquire my book, <clears throat> and I'm going to come out and hand it to James.
0: Ah, oh,
2: what do we got here?
3: See, a notebook that I cannot translate.
2: Oh, it's French. Yes. Of course. Um, let me see. Start at the beginning. I'm going to start reading the notebook. Okay. Let's see. It says Entry A. Dismaying event last night. A male nurse, one Gumart of Fourth Ward, entered the cellars without authorization. And there, after suffering a painful wound to his right arm, collapsed. Another nurse, P. Mandarin, Funny name. <laughs> Investigated Gumart's absence and after some time discovered Gumart on the floor in severe shock. <clears throat> Treatment was prompt and I hate it when they break words up like this. Effectious. This is the most I can read. Uh, but upon regaining consciousness this morning Gumart began raving to him to me about being attacked by a dead man for the moment I have placed him in room 13 and notified his landlady of his indisposition alas with Gumart was another man one unknown to this institute and in tragic physical condition. Many grave questions must be answered. Entry I. What? Oh, I see how it's written. Funny, Doctor. Entry. I began to question Gumart about the stranger. Is he a patient? What is his name? How long had Gumart kept him down there? Had Gumart kept the stranger there for a long time long enough that long enough that the mortar ceiling the room had cured to such condition had he given him nourishment how had he survived I am moving the stranger to my private wing For the moment, treating the man as an inconsequential derelict, until more evidence is found. Even in a fresh bed, the stranger's appearance is horrifying. Given small amounts of broth, he merely regurgitates it. He takes no nourishment, yet lives in a catatonic state. Will electroshock revive him? Good heavens. Ghastly. After several applications, the stranger aw- woke, but so weakened that he could not move. He whined and begged in different. <clears throat> Sorry, let me retry that. He whined and begged in different and very old forms of Greek and Latin tales of cities crumbling and of other darker things what a mystery man it is almost easier to think he have we have tapped some form of group mind or racial memory <clears throat> um there's a few more notes here <clears throat> There's a few more notes, dated, but nothing, nothing too pressing, before the man died.
3: Can take a picture of that, not with my actual, with my phone camera, not (laughs) the, not my camera, because I can't read French. So yes, it appears that the
2: old doctor stumbled upon, uh, the vampire.
1: And put him in the private wing. So I'm going to walk over to the window, and I'm going to stare out of it, and I'm going to contemplate.
2: It appears that the old doctor had found this vampire and locked him up.
1: Hmm. I don't think he's locked up.
2: You think he's just living there? I mean, hold hold on. Hold it on. is a perfect praying ground. <laughs> don't you <laughs> <laughs> shut, the, shut the fuck up! I'm trying to think. Oh, don't hurt yourself.
1: Okay. You mentioned private wing. Yeah. All right. I was in there. You were in the private wing. I had to have been because the patients I talked to, well, the one I talked to who was somewhat coherent. Jesus Christ, those guys are fucked. He kept babbling. One of them just kept babbling the whole time. And the other one started talking to me about how several of the patients in that wing and only that wing have been disappearing. Well, of course, our lovely little dark brooding friend appeared that night. Didn't know he was fucking with. Uh, but he he tried to fuck with me and it didn't end well for him. So did you kill him? Well, unfortunately, oh, I had I so wish I could have, but they took all my shit. Huh. So best I could do is with what I had. Um, but uh, when I tried to chase him down, he was fucking gone.
2: You tried chasing a vampire.
1: Do you know what I investigate? Yes. So why is that a question?
2: You tried chasing a vampire with nothing to kill him with.
1: Ask Fred what we do with vampires.
3: Well? Apparently he offs them. Duh, but how
2: if he has nothing to off him with? I mean, I could always get a fucking chair, bust the leg
1: off, and boom. We got ourselves a makeshift steak
2: but more to the point aren't vampires like super fast
1: yes and
2: Uh, right so what did you do after that
1: well I went back to sleep because there's no fucking getting out of a locked room but then when I woke up the lock was busted
2: how'd he get out of the room if the door was locked
1: oh smoke and mirrors my friend aka just the smoke Ah. Yeah, he evaporated into a mist and then traditional, uh, you know, vampire things.
2: So maybe you do need to be locked up in there.
1: We don't believe in vampires and mists?
2: No, I do. But the fact that you tried chasing him in a room that was locked.
1: See, here's the thing. I thought maybe him misting through would pop the lock and it's happened before, but it didn't happen this time. I also tried to jimmy the lock earlier, but of course... I'm telling you, these man, these guys know what they're doing. Cause fucking nothing—no pins, no needles, no fucking pokes, prods, pricks, shred metal, nothing. Couldn't jimmy in the locks. Didn't have anything to do it with. Yeah. At any rate, I don't think we should stick around here much longer. I think we should progress our uh, investigation further for these items.
2: Yes, I mean, do we have everything we need here
1: in Paris? I feel like we do. I mean, Fred, what do you got? Any ideas? I don't think we need anything else here. I just have a notebook.
2: What? uh, Was there there something, an item we needed to collect here in Paris? Unfortunately, I don't think it's here anymore. You don't think it's here anymore?
1: Uh, I saw, uh, we saw something in an article about how it's been relocated to a different place.
2: Which other place? Or lost. Lost. Great. Well, uh, what notes do we have? Sorry, i so, according to my notes,
1: uh, poisey's where we might find the first item.
2: Poisey, right. Well.
1: And uh, might I suggest we get the earliest and first fucking train out of here because I did just bust out of a joint.
2: Well, luckily, um, I think... Also,
1: very important detail to mention. Uh, instead of my items being in lockup where they should have been, they're in the doc's office. And I got a bullet missing.
2: One bullet. Mm hmm. Was it a special bullet? Very
1: special bullet.
2: How special?
1: Um, kill a
2: vamp special? Well, you just gave the doctor the means of controlling that vampire. Or, I
1: gave him the means to do research how to keep others from being able to stop him. Because I. Something tells me deep down the Doc doesn't want Vampy dead.
2: Hmm. I agree with you. That's why I mean. Basically, the vampire now knows, if the doctor's smart enough, that he has a bullet that can kill the vampire.
1: Well, <clears throat> okay, let's be clear here. It's not really so much as kill as to immobilize.
2: Immobilize. It's even worse.
1: If we're dealing with the same vampire I dealt with back in Arkham. Oh, Boston. I guess Boston and Arkham now. But anyway. Either way. Uh, The only thing was is that they weren't uh, affected by garlic. Gonna have to do some modifications on the bullets. We can do that on the train ride.
2: Right. Well, let me ring up the station.
1: Beautiful. I'll go see how uh, Ms. Oakley's doing and uh, see if we can't get her Good enough to travel at least.
2: Right, I'm gonna go to the telephone and ring up, tell the operator I need to talk to the train station.
0: Okay, so you talk to the train station, you get four tickets to Poisey. Me first thing in the morning. All right, we're leaving first thing in the morning, lads alrighty
1: this is as good as we're gonna get how early in the morning
2: um I think the train was six o'clock sharp that'll do oh yes the uh french aren't really as you've probably noticed by now the breakfasts are quite uh petite so to speak so
1: I'm gonna reach in my bag and pull out some jerky
2: <clears throat> because so, I have some. <laughs> in the morning, we'll uh, just we'll just leave straight for the train station and skip breakfast.
1: It's fine with me. Uh, Fred, before you call it a night, uh, got that garlic?
3: Mm-hmm. Give me a clove. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm gonna mash it. <laughs> it's gonna smell like straight garlic in this room, and I'm gonna start bathing the bullets that I have in it.
2: Okay. Uh, Such a horrid smell.
1: And then I'm going to take a clove of it and stick it in the belt buckle with the rest of the bullets. Okay.
3: I'm going to smell like garlic, but at least we anti-vamp. I'm going to get my notebook and go put it back
0: where I had it. Okay. So you guys get all your stuff together. Doris does as well. You go to sleep. So Poissy is 17 and a half miles west of Paris. The train winds through small suburban towns and hamlets before entering the Forêt de Saint Germain, a dense brooding expanse of woods where animal tracks can be seen in the snow on either side of the rails. At last the forest opens. There are some fields, silent and desolate under the snow and then the first small houses the banks where weekend strollers bathe and take the sun in spring and summer are bleak and desolate the punts and other barks shrouded and covered or half filled with icy water on the left side of the track the wooden platform overlooks a town square and waiting passengers press on the ramp from the nearby cafe restaurant where they have been keeping warm. The town is bustling despite the cold with the atmosphere of an American frontier town hedged in by the forest. Three story houses, some recent, some dating from medieval times. There are carts, a few cars and a tram line to nearby St. Germain. And I need you all to roll me a spot hidden.
3: Ooh, 66 out of 69. Ooh. 11
0: out of 10?
1: Out of 10, no. Out of 75.
0: I got a three. Ooh.
2: Fuck you, Aaron! <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you see a welcoming sign opposite the train platform near the hotel restaurant La Rose Blanche. Oh,
2: <clears throat> cozy
0: little town.
1: Don't get comfy. We're not staying.
2: Um, <clears throat> right.
1: We're here for the Poise Manor.
2: Poise Manor.
1: That's what I got in my notes.
2: Right. Um, I'm going to walk up to the station master and ask him if there is a store somewhere
0: I could store or somewhere I could buy a rifle. So he points you in a direction for you to buy one.
2: Ah, much obliged. I'm going to start walking that away
0: Okay <laughs> So you get into the place And You purchase a rifle
3: mm-hmm.
2: And I'm going to also Purchase 30 rounds with it
0: Okay
2: I'm going to walk out with the case And ammunition in hand Say so, okay what is this manor you speak of You act like I know this
1: fucking place
2: I mean, you knew, um... Uh, uh, right. So, I'm going to, like, flag somebody down that's running by. Okay. And, uh, ask them where Poisey Manor is.
0: And they tell you that they don't know, but there might be records in the town hall. Oh, thank you. And then they point you in that direction.
2: Uh, they're pointing us to the town hall, chaps. How
3: big is this? Town, is it a town or is it like a village?
0: It's like a town.
3: Is it, I mean, is it pretty well sized?
0: Mm hmm. Yes.
2: Right, well, to the town hall, lads.
3: Tally
1: ho. <laughs> <I'm
0: gonna laughs> go to the town hall. Okay. So you get to the town hall. It's a two story building with a few colonnades around the porch entrance and you walk in and there is a clerk and he kind of gives you a disapproving face when you walk in when he sees you uh
2: yes um we're looking for records on the poise
0: mansion So he looks at you and says, you speak French? Of course I do.
2: I'm a frequent traveler of your wonderful country. Uh, Roll me a listen. That is 16 under 20.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you hear him mumble under his breath. Look Hmm. like damn foreigners to me. Of course I'm a foreigner. He looks at you.
2: I'm from Kensington, London, I'll have you know. And like I said, I travel your beautiful country quite often and I enjoy it and its people. You're the first pompous person I've ever come across. Now, if you'd be so kindly as to give me the information I'm looking for, I'll be out of your hair in no time, good sir.
0: Roll me a fast talk or charm.
2: Damn, my dice are loving me. That is six under 95.
0: Okay. So after he, he, you caught him here, like, you caught him saying what he said, you fast talk him a little bit. He says, come with me. Thank you. Lads, So he takes you into a room, and he says, "I don't know where the information is, but I'm giving you access to the records that would have the information." And then he leaves. So if you guys are looking for it, I need you all.
2: Library use. Yep. I kind of figured.
1: Oh, wouldn't you have it? I fucking failed with a 96 out of 74.
3: I'm higher than you. I have a 99. I want to press
1: it.
2: Okay. I got a 45 under 50. So.
1: How?
0: (laughs) Did you go to 100?
1: (laughs) I got a 99.
3: (laughs) So did I.
0: He set some records on fire.
3: (laughs) Can I just be putting records out of place and like the. We're just fucking up the
1: organization.
2: You guys have like, you have like record book, like forts going on. You're like
0: flicking pencils back and (laughs) (laughs) forth. So you end up spending half the day looking. But you do come up with an address. It's all in French. Uh. Docteur et Madame. Christian Lorien 6 Enclose de Bay, Poise Don't know if I pronounced that right, but I tried my best.
2: I I imagine we've been butchering every French word in here, but (laughs) I mean, you look at a French word and it's not at all pronounced how you think it would be. Yep.
1: I rolled a 33 to my perception to see if I notice him stopping and looking at this for a long period of time and if so I'm going to drop the files that are in my hand just drop them on the fucking ground and go you find something
2: <clears throat> I mean as soon as I like read it I'd be like aha
0: got it yeah I know I was like why I'm <laughs> pretty sure he would have just told you guys but okay <laughs> so you <clears throat> say that as he's saying aha
1: okay then this is my question <clears throat> yes I got it right here beautiful she had to kick some of the files out of the way. Wait,
2: would you be respectful of these records? This has the entire town's history. You know how much history is in French towns? Okay, time out. This ranky dink
1: podunk town can't have that much important history. I don't give a shit what Aunt Brenda did with her laundry on Sunday in 1746. Okay? This
2: book right here mm-hmm. describes part of the revolution that happened. In the 1700s. This one describes another revolution that happened.
1: Did they win? Earlier than that. Did they win? It's the French Revolution. Did they win? It depends on what
2: side you're looking
1: at. So, no. So, doesn't matter.
2: (laughs) These contain very important historical documents. In one day, who knows how priceless these things will be.
1: Mind you, I'm smoking in here the whole time.
2: And Would you put that blasted thing out? Ooh. Right We need to go So I'm going to Pick up everything And Try to put stuff back As best I can Okay
1: I'm gonna go to Fred while he's doing that I mean I get that all this stuff is really important But I didn't want to make like, like I was incompetent And couldn't fucking read French And knew what the fuck I was looking at Yeah, I think you did real well there. Yeah, I I just, no.
2: Newsflash, I know you don't read French.
1: (laughs) I think the war was pretty important. I I didn't pay attention in history class. I just didn't want him to know that.
0: Every war's important, you dick. You can't hear me. I'm whispering to him, fucker. (laughs) Roll me a listen.
2: Ah, uh, it's a twenty-one over twenty. <laughs> nah, so you don't hear him whispering. <laughs> I hear pss, pss, pss. <laughs> secrets are lies, Kyle. Secrets are lies. I'm a fucking liar, then. <clears throat>
3: <Don't> tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I don't have to.
2: <laughs> right, um, let's find this address.
1: As we're walking out, I just want to mumble. Wish you could fucking read French. Kind of want to know about that war. Just fucking please
0: <laughs> okay so. ah, I heard it that time <laughs>
2: <laughs> And take some lessons you barbaric um, yankee
1: Took you long enough
2: I couldn't think of an insult I wasn't going to call you an asshole again I've already used that a couple times I really thought
0: you were going to say nincompoop.
2: <laughs> nincompoop
0: take me where we need to go Mr. Jeeves
2: Oh, you know my name It's not Jeeves <clears throat> Right So I'm gonna head to the address Best I can By reading straight names
0: Okay So you head in that direction And that's where we're gonna end The episode tonight Damn it Thank you all for listening Tune in next week Hey everybody This is your Mythos Master Ariel We hope you enjoyed the show If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high.